Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 167, May 30, 2019. The record on this day, and this was way before Aquaside was keeping your swimming beach free of weeds. 98 degrees on this day in 1934, and 37 degrees on this day in 1947. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Your mayor, Joe Souchere. I am to ask you about a survey, a Garage Logic oh, survey. Yes, yesterday. Is this positive? Very, very positive. It's positive Thursday. Yesterday afternoon, uh, the staff launched the GL Listener Survey. Just kind of seeing, what do you like about the podcast? Why do you listen to the podcast? Things like Probably that. Probably for Positive Thursday. Absolutely. Right. So we launched it yesterday. It's available in two places right now on the uh, the GL Facebook page. Uh, also on the Garage Logic Podcast Twitter account, and it, it's I believe thirteen questions. It literally takes what Ruck three minutes. It not took even. me three minutes to take it, but it just gives us kind of a general sense of uh, who's out there listening, what are you interested in, and gives us a better idea of uh, how to make the show better. Can people abroad take the survey? Absolutely, it's online. So if you if you're in uh, Bulgaria, well, you can I, take it. I have a note from Dave Bliss signing off from Sofia, Bulgaria. Hmm. I love it whenever you get a letter from a listener outside the U.S. It gives me a sense of solidarity knowing that the GL diaspora diaspora exists across the globe. However, I am sorry to report that you are losing an international listener at the end of this week. On Sunday, June 2nd, I fly back to the U.S. where my family and I will live for a year. It's a temporary move, and Lord willing, we will be back in Bulgaria in 2020. Yet for now, I return to listening from my garage in Minnesota. On the bright side, however, I will be living in Oak Park Heights. I will be within walking distance of Sodi's on Osgood and in the same county as Grunhofer's in Hugo. I have missed good American brats. Signing off from Sofia, Bulgaria, Dave Bliss. Here, here. Wow. Thank you, Dave. It's positive, isn't it? We'll probably see him at the fair. Positive. Are you getting out of Bulgaria at a good time right now? Well, he likes Bulgaria. Well, I mean, I mean what from a weather standpoint? Uh, they'll what, get what, some what rain. does that have to do? Yeah, with they'll that? get some rain. They got clouds. You, you they got, got spring. They there. got summer. They got spring. They got it. Say, uh, now do you both have challenges for me today? Oh, yeah. I do. I'll say. Positive challenges? Mm-hmm. I, I have an emailer that says you have stumped me more than once, that you stumped me on the nap room. The nap room and then the AOC video clip from last week. Yeah, the nail salon and clip. I, I, you know, I know I'm behind in the... In the, uh, in the uh, you have not uh, stumped me. Right, in the, in the ratings here, but he can't... You, AOC's got to be off the... She can't be on the table for any positive Thursday items because that's just a swing for the uh, the the seats. Well, then we're gonna have to wait till next week. No, she oh, she can't. Oh, be. look at him! <laughs> this is his this is his go to. I'm gonna be 0 for 12 now. Let's and let's do it. Let's do it right now. It right I'll now? take challenge number one right Will now. Will you do me a favor, Rook? Yeah. On the big screen TV because mine is 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 much more visual than anything else. Will you please pull up the aforementioned the Garage Logic? Facebook page. I have already posted this photo to the account because I need the mayor to see this in advance. Challenge number one. This was supplied to us by uh, Aaron, listener Aaron, who emailed me originally and said, hey, my brother is at a comic book convention. 
I forget. I think it was in Arizona, but I'm I'm, I'm mistaken. Well, they're everywhere. Um, and he found a comic book called Devils Do Comics, right? In which <clears throat> Alexandria Occasional Cortex is the main character. I see. And the character she is playing is a superhero. Uh huh. Oh my god. And it's called AOC and the Freshman Force. New party, who dis? Mm-hmm. And she's is a crime this fighter. Dis, not this. Yes, dis okay. with the question mark. And the wheel of thought is at is at work. There you there go. go. There okay. it is, right there. No, All right. We got to go to the actual. Just if you click on that one, Rook, it'll pop right up. Now, is there audio? There is no audio. My, I wanted to do a visual treat for Positive Thursday this oh. week. All right. She's featured as a comic book hero, Joe. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the Freshman Force. New party, who dis? And uh, it's a picture of her in a, a almost a superhero pose. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone has... Uh, uh, taken this uh, to Reavers in the event that... Uh, Aaron, by the way, Aaron was Aaron, the one. Uh, in the event that you think I cannot make something positive out of this. Hmm. Hmm. I also had the caption, this is my submission for Positive Thursday. Don't worry, Joe doesn't do the Facebook. Right, and he's right, I don't do the Facebook. <laughs> if you didn't see this ahead of time. So there's a man in a suit with a donkey hat uh, gulping mm-hmm. with his uh, looking over his... As uh, in, in fears. Yes. Yes. But I've read about this, and, oh, you have. and I think that the, the cease and desist order went out, that this this is, whoever did this uh, was infringing on her right to her own image. So she's the one that issued the cease and I desist. I believe so. I could be wrong. Uh, because it was her, uh, I didn't wasn't that terribly interested in her travails. Hmm. But uh, the positive, of course, is that uh, uh, the rules still apply. And that uh, you you have no right to uh, turn I cry foul protest turn her into a uh, comic book character. Hmm. She's doing that on her own. That's you true. You don't have to. You don't have to go out of your way to do it. That's the, that's the best I got. If you want to count me as being stumped, that's fine with me. I think that's kind of. Um, I don't think it's a loss, but I don't think you painted it. I think it's a wash. I think it's a tie. I'll, I'll take tie. I think it's a tie. You you, you didn't. Paint a, a nobody lost here. It's like kissing your sister, right? Yeah. Uh, but you lose if you have to kiss your sister, though. Wait yeah, a minute, I think so. right? Wait a minute. What? I don't understand any of it. Uh, <laughs> catching up on the podcast on the way to Gull Lake, the Lake Detective said he was looking for a sunken railroad car on Gull Lake on the podcast from May 15. Tell him there is a two-man, eight-foot railroad pump hand car the kind two men pumped to move up and down the railroad tracks, about 200 feet off our dock on the west side of Gull Lake in Brainerd. My father always said someone sank it there as an anchor to tie a boat up. It's in about eight feet of water, but you can stand on it as boats pass by, giving the boaters the heebie-jeebies, thinking it's very shallow. Pass this message along to Steve McComas, the lake detective. Uh, okay, that's very positive that they know where this uh, rail car is. That would be cool to stumble upon. And I'm sure LD would love to get in the water to check that out. All right. Thank you. That's uh, that's very good for LD. That's positive. Yep. We have to spread the positivity around, don't we? Yes. Uh, Jordy, uh, notes, uh, Jordy notes that uh, the mil- there's a military prototype that uses lasers to create horrible sounds out of thin air. And Jordy notes, I never thought the military would weaponize Garrison Keeler. Boom. See, that's funny. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, hey, now. Positive funny. And I've told you I love our listeners because they do the work that you won't. 
Yes. Right? Uh, that's why I love them as well. As we delegate. Years. Yeah. Under our direction. Uh, Bill E. Stein up in uh, Aiken writes, the use of the word like came from the beatniks of the 1950s. Maynard G. Krebs, as we would say today, was just a high school student who identified as a beatnik. The Beat Generation was a literary movement started by a group of authors whose work explored and influenced American culture and politics in the post-war era. The bulk of their work was published and popularized throughout the 1950s. The central elements of beat culture are the rejection of standard narrative values, making a spiritual quest, the exploration of American and Eastern uh, religions, the rejection of materialism, explicit portrayals of the human condition, experimentation with psychedelic drugs, and sexual liberation and exploration. Allen Ginsberg's Howell in 1956, William S. Burroughs' Naked Lunch, 1959, and Jack Kerouac's On the Road, 1957, are among the best-known examples of beat literature. Both Howell and Naked Lunch were the focus of, of obscenity trials that ultimately helped to liberalize publishing in the U.S. The members of the beat generation developed a reputation as new bohemian hedonists who celebrated nonconformity and spontaneous creativity. The core group of Beat Generation authors, Herbert Honke, Ginsburg, Burroughs, Lucian Carr, and Kerouac, met in 1944 in and around the Columbia University campus in New York City. Later in the mid-50s, the central figures, with the exception of Burroughs and Carr, ended up together in San Francisco, where they met and became friends of uh, figures associated with the San Francisco Renaissance. In the 1960s, elements of expanding the Beat movement were incorporated into the hippie, and larger <laughs> counterculture movements. Neil Cassidy, as the driver for Ken Kesey's bus, further, was the primary bridge between these two generations. Ginsburg, Ginsburg's work also became an integral element of early 1960s hippie culture. Like, good luck, man. Be cool, daddy-o, <laughs> Bill Stein. Like, that's just like very positive, your opinion, though, that our, man. Our listeners are, it's very positive that our listeners do the work for us. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you, Billy. I don't know how to make this positive. Mm-hmm. Hail easy. the flashlight king. Hail, Hail you. This is Glenn from Andover, longtime listener and member of the Royal Order of the 21sters. I have not missed a podcast yet. I love the format. I also have my 11-year-old granddaughter hooked on the show. Mm-hmm. I am wondering if I can get a mayoral ruling on a possible power washing. There is a new Honda dealership being constructed in the city of Coon Rapids, not far from the newsman's house. The new Honda dealership has dropped the word Coon from the name and is going with the moniker Rapids Honda. Could the mayor please rule as to whether this is a case of power washing? Uh, My wife and I will be jumping on the 2002 Heritage Softail this weekend and heading to Hugo to load the saddlebags with Grunhofer's meat. Can the rookie make any recommendations? From there, we will be heading down to Stillwater to pick up cigars from Sodi's. Looking forward to giving your sponsors my business. Power washing. No, that's not a case of power washing. Really? No. Uh, uh, what? I, I, I don't know what it is, but it's not power washing. Power washing is when you take something innocent and, 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 and turn it into darkness. And I don't see that happening here. Because it's a dealership and they can refer to it. I mean, yeah, Rapids, Rapids Honda sounds catchier than it's cool fast. Rapids Honda. <laughs> Come in and get you a know, quick it's just car. A bang, boom, boom. Whoa, is so, this the first... I don't ever recall a story from Coon Rapids going this route. Do you guys? I think the name has uh, uh, has resulted in some uh, controversy over the years. It has. Okay. Yeah. It, it means it, it it doesn't mean uh, what what dark people would think it means. Uh, it, it's it's just it's an unfortunate name, but uh, you know, changing the name of the town, I suppose, would be power washing. Mm. 
right? Okay. But but I, you know what? But they haven't also come out with a reason, have they? I, I'm I'm just having trouble uh, dealing with this with wisdom. I, I just uh, it doesn't bother me that the new Honda dealership is just going to call itself Rapids Honda. Nor does it bother you if it would have been Coon Rapids. Wouldn't Honda. bother me either right. way. Well, Coon Rapids is the name of the town. I hope they don't shoot themselves in the foot because I know where to find Coon Rapids Honda. I don't know where to find Rapids Honda. Well, you would if you were interested enough and you were after a, you know, if you're going a new Honda a, Pilot. This guy says they're getting on the Heritage Softail and they're going to uh, Grunhoffers. They're going to Sodies. They could also run up the road and go to EcoFund Motorsports in Forest Lake. I got a recommendation. What? What, what, you go ahead, you start. Well, Sodis. They're talking about the new Sodi mm-hmm. cigar and uh, 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 pipe store in mm-hmm. Stillwater. You go to the last light eastbound on 36 and take a right on. That's good. It's a brand new store. It's one of the best cigar stores you'll ever go in in your life, not only because of the huge humidor, but also the expert help you'll get. Uh, pipe tobacco, cutters, lighters, ashtrays, all the accessories. But they thought this out. Uh, Scott and Luke thought this out, and they have a smoking lounge. But it's separate from the store. And in the smoking lounge is the highest tech ventilation equipment they could come up with. So you go into the store mm-hmm. to buy your cigars for a wedding or a graduation or you got a big grill out coming up or a golf game going fishing. You can run in there, get the cigars you want. When you leave, you're not going to smell like smoke. See, that would be my wife. She would not want to smell like smoke. But she can go like in there that. now. Not she can go in there and buy you cigars. She can because, give me a cigar. Right. Uh, great specials in all brands, including box specials. And uh, I'm telling you, the best brands, Romeo and Juliet, Monte Cristo, H. Upman, and more. Also pipes, as I said, and pipe tobacco. So, uh, yeah, I which thank you, GLers. They, which kind did they bring over that Kenny stole every single Romeo one Romeo and Juliet. Kenny. Yeah. My God. So that's... Uh, Sodiescigar.com. They're right there in Stillwater. They're fantastic. Oh, perfect for summer. Uh, I have a note here from... Uh, I was trying to find the origin of the name of the city, and I, I it's not really giving Stillwater? me No, of Coon Rapids. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care what they call the dealership. It's it's not a... I don't think it's a Rapids Honda. I don't think it's a problem. Rapids Honda, come on over. Hey, we're, we're available. Let's give them a call after the show, huh? <laughs> Uh, Bert writes, Joe, I'm glad you guys brought up the suspicions about the woman who was lost in the Maui jungle. I thought I was just being cynical when I saw the footage. I don't know what really happened, but I know this. I've spent up to 12 days in various outdoor settings on purpose and well-prepared. I have never come out of those activities as chipper, philosophical, and chatty as she. Based on her soliloquy, I would posit she fell into a patch of Maui Waui a la Dorothy (laughs) Gale in the poppy field. The positive is that should one get lost, we know now the place to do it is Maui. Keep searching the skies, Bert. And he adds as a P.S., I'll bet our extraterrestrial overlords will turn out to be positive folk. Mm. You realize now that uh, not only has has the government uh, finally just said, yep, they're up there, meaning these UFOs. Right. Uh, but we believe they present a threat to us. It's we're, we're, we're now publicly stating that we don't know what this is. We don't know why. We don't know where they're from. We don't know what they have in mind. Why we do- don't even know if it's a we. Why do we assume that they're aggressive to us, that they, they want to hurt well, us? Well, the Hornet, the one Navy pilot, almost had a collision with one, so it, it, that could suggest carelessness on their part. Okay. I, I don't know. But we received a call earlier today. We received a call earlier today from uh, from this a fellow claiming to be an alien and willing to join us 
willing to join us on the podcast. Because mm-hmm. what's happened now is since we've lost the ability to carry live phone calls from listeners on the air when we're doing the show. We provided him a number. Yep. I say him. I have no idea well, if we're, true. what what kind of a gender situation we're dealing with. I have no idea if the... Uh, uh, actually, what we did, we talked to a representative mm-hmm. who said, would you guys... We noted that you've been mentioning the New York Times reports and the Defense Department reports on the UFOs, and we're wondering if you'd be interested... Uh, in talking to one of these, I guess, creature would be a way to say it. And it goes to show you just the power and the reach of the GL podcast. You can listen to the show basically anywhere. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. So uh, you, you, no, we were given his number. Isn't that the way it works? Huh? It's almost like we need a sign. Are we on? Yeah, uh, we we have him. It's Uh, the fellow. Hello? Hang on right here. There we go. Do you have a name? Are you male or female or some uh, form of life that we don't understand? Why are you here? Are you here to threaten our American sovereignty? Oh, mm, mm. You sound uh, somewhat vaguely Chinese. Oh. I don't. Mm. Do you have a family? Now you're Umba. sounding a little Korean. Umba. Pardon? Umba? I don't know why I'm talking to you because we can't understand you. Beep. What? Beep. How do you get these craft to do these impossible maneuvers? At least impossible. Pardon? Is that how they do it? What fuel source is are you using? Cylinder index. What is your? Do you know what a cylinder index is? Have you heard the Garage Logic podcast uh, in uh, wherever you're from? Where are you from? What? Pardon? What? Is it far away? Well, I, I thank you by name, but I, I couldn't catch your name, and I... Abbot. Abba? Abbot. 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 Abbot? Are you tapping your microphone? Hmm. Problem with the phone. What? Problem with the phone. Problem with the phone. Hmm. Uh-huh. E.T. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you, sir. M and M. M and M. Yeah, there's some on the desk out there. I guess you found them. Huh? What? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Would you hang up on that reverse, please? 
See, and I thought um, E.T., he was a Reese's Pieces guy, if I, if I remember correctly, in the movie. But our guy was a fan of M&M's. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess peanut, peanut-style M&M's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was that? I, it was very difficult to understand him, wasn't it? Well, I think an alien is, you know. You know, last night during the uh, Cubs at Houston game. Oh, man. A child was hit by a line, a foul ball, line drive. Uh, who was the batter? Uh, Albert Amora Jr. And he really, really it crushed him. He began- I can't imagine the guilt that must have ran through him immediately. Because, and this is the problem, B- baseball has fought extended fencing, and I, I, I can't I for the life of me understand. they should have extended fencing. Because they can't do what hockey did and wait till a little girl dies. No, and plus they have to take into account that most of the people who pay that kind of money for those seats are not paying any attention to the game. No, they're not. Not right. that this little girl could have prevented this, but they're on their phones. Mm-hmm. Well, we had the photo, remember, a year or two ago? Oh, the... the kid on his phone, which we found out he was posting a photo he just took of the game, but he was looking down at his phone and the guy next to him stuck his hand out when the bat came flying into yeah, the stands. Yeah. It would have... It would have crushed him. I, I believe that little girl's going to be okay. She is going to be okay. Yeah. And the I, it was the security attendant that came on to tell Amora that she was going to be okay. And yeah. I'm sure he was a little bit relieved, but still guilt had to have set in. But Well, well on that note, uh, sports radio talk show host Mia Khalifa. Have you ever heard of her? Mia Khalifa? Yep. Have you? Yep. She was hit in the chest by a hockey puck yep. at a Washington Capitals game. Fortunately, Khalifa is a former adult film star. Yep. Oh. And her upper swimsuit area was heavily fortified by man-made material that cushioned the blow. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow. Mm-hmm. There was leakage, however, and uh, Khalifa learned from the accident that leaking saline and silicone can be a threat to human health and had her artificial enhancements removed. Mm-hmm. So isn't that, isn't, that, uh, isn't that positive? For some. Uh-huh. Well, for her, I mean, she. I mean, were, for her, yeah. it's a tough Absolutely. way to learn. Let's yes. live. Let's it's a tough live. way to learn it. Let's live. That explains why I can't get through the, uh, the filter on the policy. Yeah, you were to... about to look it up, and I put the stop sign. I said, no, said, you don't no, want to search. Not, not you search don't want to search. Her. Is she? Uh, she's a. Uh, she was a porn star. Yes, for a long time before she became a Washington D.C. area uh, broadcaster. And Is she popular as a sports uh, caster? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe more popular in her other endeavor. Is she the one I saw yes, flashing? The, yes, at the hockey during game. During the Vegas yes. uh, run for the title last year against the Caps, which the Caps won? Yes. And She's the one, huh? Yeah. Now, was that pre or post getting hit by a puck? I, I don't know. I, I'm glad she's okay. Of course, of course. That's she's a, also a, the one. It's a positive thing that she's, she's fine. Also, the one that in that one movie did not order the source sausage pizza. No, no, but the delivery boy. Um, he delivered by accident. Right, it was the wrong house, but it what, worked out for him. Let's let's return and we'll uh, we'll entertain rookies challenge. I'm willing to say I lost to Reavers on the first challenge. I, I could not make that. You know, okay. I gotta, I, I, this is I got to. So let you, me work let's see if you can beat me here. Are you ready for a different point of view? Say, this is Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. I'm here, as always, to answer your questions on stocks, bonds, mutual funds, what you should be doing with your retirement dollars. But of course, you do have to give me a call at 952-925-5608. With much market volatility on the horizon, you're going to need some help. So give me a call at 952-925-5608. You always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice from me. 
me, Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold. I'm here to help you personally set your portfolio to deal with this upcoming volatility. So make a point to give me a call for a no cost, no obligation, 48 minute review at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. I've got to get up to EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake to fulfill my vow to get myself an electric assist bike by Bintelli. Well, do it now because it's gorgeous the next several days. Next thing you know, it'll be June 21st and the days start oh, getting shorter. That's not positive. <laughs> but you can ride an e-bike well into the autumn season. I'm talking about EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. They also sell a full line of Yamaha products, but they're uh, really specialized in these electric bikes along with scooters, mopeds, youth ATVs, youth snowmobiles. It's just a fantastic display. There's no other store in Minnesota that offers an on-the-floor display of electric bikes that compares to what you will see at EcoFun. And at EcoFun, you're not going to pay the crazy prices they charge for e-bikes at shops that exclusively sell bicycles. Mm -hmm. These are Bintelli e-bikes with five levels of assist, a 20-mile range. But the more you pedal, the more you increase the range. I know, but it's just fun to be just sitting there and hit that automatic, and you are effortless. You can pedal on your own or use the motor assist to make pedaling easier or use the thumb control and cruise up to 20 miles an hour with no effort. It's just, they're ripped with technology. They're very, very cool, and I am getting one. They're not euphorian. They're just the latest technology, and that's cool. Well, there's nothing euphorian about it. There's, they, they would earn a place in the garage. Hell yeah. An e-bike earns a place in the garage. They also carry a full line of Yamaha motorcycles, as I said, dirt bikes, ATVs, side-by-sides, feature a top-notch service department for every product they sell. EcoFun sells fun. Uh, find them at EcoFunMotorsports.com. They're practically in, right near uh, downtown Forest Lake, about a block off the lake. You can't, you can't miss it. All right, Rookie, do you want to challenge me? I do want to challenge you. And, in fact, I, I have two challenges. One is an audio challenge. The other is not. Right. Um, Meryl Streep is, uh, is out and about. They're uh, promoting their, um, what is the name of the, the movie, Pretty Little Liars? I have no or, idea. Let me, just, let me find out what that is because that's kind of pertinent. That's why she's doing all these um, new, they're, they're doing a bunch of news. It's Big Little Lies. Well, whatever it is. Second season. We're going to need to run out and see it immediately. I think so. You're really going to need to do this. <laughs> and so she's on the press junket, and she's talking about to- toxic masculinity all right but she goes uh one step further all right and i don't know if this is an edited version or not i hope so because you don't want the right she only says one word i'm I'm pretty sure it is but uh well let me hear let me challenge me let's go can't hear this is not working out it, it, there's no volume. Okay, well then let's, let's just let me tell you what she said. Okay, do you, could, maybe you could first explain to me why there's no volume. Uh, I don't. I don't. I think know. it might be the quality there of that was, particular video. Oh, there was volume in the one I had, so I don't know in the in the translation. She says sometimes I think we're hurt. We hurt our boys by calling something toxic masculinity, and I don't find that putting those two words together because women can be pretty. Pretty bleeping toxic as well, she said. It's toxic people. 
We have our good ang- uh, angles and our bad ones. I think the labels are less helpful than what we're trying to get to, which is a communication direct between human beings. We're all on the boat together. We've got to make it work. However, she's advancing. The negative part is she's advancing toxic masculinity into toxic people, mm-hmm. taking it one step further. And I think as far as she's saying everybody is toxic like that, is making things well, you, Worse and more you, negative. You, uh, you have a pension for just serving me up softballs. This is this why is, this is not. She's she's including. She's saying people no, are toxic. No, I read her this. faith in in, I, I in read, humankind. I read this. She she is not saying people are toxic. The positive note here is you got one of these phony liberals who's admitting that this this BS language that's been introduced is is harmful to to males. It's it's harmful to call uh, males toxic. There is no such thing as toxic masculinity. Uh, there's she said women are also toxic. The point is that pe- people can be toxic. There's no need to pin a specific gender on anything uh, that's toxic. No, that's you're, you know, you're, you know it's she's BS. positive. She's so positive. I bring you things that that point out no, negative. That's, that's Positive. And all you that's do positive. is find a sliver of positivity instead of not a shooting me down and no, saying... No, that's not a sliver. That's a great positivity. You got one of these fake Hollywood fruitcakes... Agreed. ...who is saying, who is saying let's quit uh, branding men as toxic. It's harmful to young kids to hear that. Right. That's, and say, that's positive. And now saying people are toxic. No, she's not... She's, she's saying people have the capacity to be toxic, but she is not, uh, she is not condemning humankind... For toxicity. Oh, Lord. This uh-huh. is, um, oh, wait, hang on. Oh, wait, here's my next one. Uh, AOC uh, farted, and now uh, well, what's positive about that? What the mean? I win now. No, you beat me there. Yeah, no, you beat okay, me no. there. Yeah. Uh, okay, since that one was, was kind of weak, that I'm going to bring you a problem. Easy. Uh, out in L.A. Yeah. L.A. developers have a big problem right now. There's too many mega mansions. All right. And oh, these aren't, no. These aren't ones where people are just... Um, Sitting in and waiting. Uh, there are simply too many and not enough buyers to go around. Okay. Uh, they've created their own monster since Stephen Shapiro of Westside Estate Agency. We have an enormous oversupply of these white boxes, and there's years of inventory out there. Yeah. Now, part of the problem is the developers that are making these can't sell them. Yeah. So they're sitting idle as all these developers have built these houses. They haven't been purchased yet. They were made, of course, when the 2014 and 15, um, a boom of these uh, quick millionaires via Minecraft and Facebook and so forth. Another easy and right one. now, there's a whole bunch of empty houses yeah. um, sitting in the hills of L.A., right. and uh, the future does not look good. An implosion of some sort. Yeah. You want the positivity? People are, are awakening to uh, the horrendous politics of California, and they're leaving. And the kind of people specifically needed by the socialists in California to pay the bills are leaving, and they're going to have to come to their senses in the, uh, in the legislative chambers in Sacramento because they can no longer keep taking your money because the people with money are packing up and moving out of California. Wow. Uh-huh. All right, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I am out. I quit. Did I tell you guys my fail story about the Hollywood Hills? No. Did I? T- I didn't tell you guys this. Back in February, uh, the family and I Wait, we went, you went out. We went to San Diego. We got to stay an extra night because of weather back here. We couldn't get home. So that night, I wanted to go take the drive up to L.A. and go through the hills and whatnot. And 
I wanted to get a picture of the Hollywood yes, sign. Photo. Yes, sure. I was. Uh, I was on the other side and on top of. <laughs> oh yeah, so you saw the back of the. He stuff. saw. Yeah. Yeah. Do Ali. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Uh, that is uh, just a room. That's fail. <laughs> that is big time fail. Joe, I know you don't announce birthday wishes on the podcast, so I wouldn't write and ask you to wish my wife a happy birthday. I intentionally waited until just after her 50th birthday before sending you this note. Otherwise, you might have been tempted to ignore her birthday. Uh, we moved from Minnesota to Lincoln, Nebraska 15 years ago. We have used your show to stay in touch via podcast for over a decade. My, my wife, whose name I will fail to mention, has not missed an episode in years. She turned 50 on May 26 and has been to every state except Oregon. So we decided to visit her 50th state on her 50th birthday. We enjoyed Crater Lake and went to into California to see the Redwoods. Man has clearly not wrecked all of nature. Mm. But a trip, a visit uh, into Portland showed us how man has wrecked the urban core. We love the show and look forward to getting back to Minnesota so we can go to Hugo and check out Grunhoffers. My wife is determined to find out what all that fuss is about. Good luck, David Chapman. And whoever uh, Mrs. Chapman is, we, we will not wish her a happy 50th birthday. No, but we would like to thank her for all of her uh, patronage for over these uh, these many years. But you know, people no say, birthday. what is all the fuss about at Grunhofer's? It, it isn't a fuss. It's simple. Fuss it's is. simple. It's just uh, one of the greatest old-fashioned meat markets you're ever going to be able to find. And it's the brat capital of the world, now featuring ribeye hamburgers made with all ribeye steak. Yeah. And Spencer, the meat cutter, wants you to know that he's, he's put some new burgers on the menu i'm willing to try everything new sauerkraut and cheddar jalapeno not you can't eat them there you buy them there you take them home hell yeah well put them on my grill mat mushroom swiss bacon cheddar black and blue cheese cheese curd pizza hickory smoked salmon pastrami made in-house beef briskets and beef tri-tip roasts i drool every time you do i know you do this in addition to 130 different brat flavors. These are pork brats. You grill them. You don't boil them. Also, an astounding variety of jerky, which you are, happen to uh, be in love with. Sweet is, yeah, I can't get enough of that. So, I, yeah, this will be a big weekend at uh, at Grunhofer. So the weather's turning. People show up on motorcycles. They People show up in pickup trucks. They load the back of the pickup truck. Trailers. Trailers. They load them with brats. But let's talk about purists, too, because it's an old-fashioned meat market. Yes, you might want to try the gummy beers. You might want to f- try the Philly cheese. But you also might just want a regular or a beer brat, and Absol- they have those available. Absolutely. That's tradition. Go to Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat Market. Uh, and it's what? Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat Market.com. Grunho- right there on 61. You can't miss it. It's a, it's a meat it's a meat destination. Look for the big Garage Logic Rookie Burger yeah. sign. Say, I fall for these things, but I find them positive. Rook, you remember we, we, we were enamored with a woman named Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle was on uh, America's Got Talent, I believe. Well, either that or England's Got Talent. They do this uh, yes. show in it both countries. It might be England's Got Talent. But, but, you know, and there's a little cynicism. You know, Susan Boyle was a very... Uh, yeah, uh, homely. Plain-looking woman. Plain-looking and. And that gave the uh, the hosts the, the uncharitable opportunity to roll their eyes oh, at her. Oh, dismiss and, this one. And look at this woman. Why is she here? Well, they knew damn well why she was there. They vet all of these people, right? Right. right? And she started and, building out a, uh, a Les Mis tune. Oh, my God. And she was fantastic. Yeah, she was and we fantastic. just, we fell in love with her. Yes, right? and yes. And she's gone on to have a career, apparently. Uh, very successful. Yeah. She sings everywhere. Well, there's another one now. Uh, how about, who was the other guy? 
A Paul. Uh, Paul somebody. Yeah, the opera singer. He kind of had the bad He had the bad, bad teeth. Mouth. He had yeah, the English the, teeth. The side of his mouth. And okay, they're rolling their eyes at Same. him. Same. He did He did. Uh, what, he did one of my favorite songs. Uh, uh, was it the... Oh, shoot. Whatever. Okay. Blind autistic performer Cody Lee was led by his mother to the America's Got Talent stage for the show's season premiere Tuesday, and the 22-year-old special needs were immediately apparent. He spoke clearly but haltingly as he held a cane in one hand and grasped the arm of his mother, Tina, with his other hand. The mother said, uh, we, well, I won't read it. Let's play it. Do you uh, want? I have it queued up right to when he starts to play. Hold on, let me read a little more then. Yeah. Paul Potts was our guy. Paul though. Potts. Yes. Look up the song he sang, please, while I we're will. doing this. Uh, we found out that he loved music early on, his mother told the judges in the audience. He listened, and his eyes went huge, and he started singing, and that's when I was in tears, because then I realized, oh my gosh, he's an entertainer. And she said that through music and performing, he was able to withstand living in this world, because when you're autistic, it's really hard to do what everybody else does. It has saved his life playing music. Well, he's not only autistic, he's blind. Mm. So then mom took her son to the piano, where he sat down. in my life and time I've sung a lot of songs and I've made some bad rhymes I've acted on my life in stages 10,000 people watching yeah we're alone now and I'm singing a song So, uh, wow! What what made what made it more astonishing is that, and we apparently didn't capture that audio, was when the judges were talking to him prior to him going to the piano. You you would what once you hear him speak, you would not think he would have been capable of, okay. of what you just heard. As Chris looks for that, uh, Nesun Dorma yeah, is it's what one Paul, of my favorite yeah. songs. Yeah, Paul I, Potts. Paul Potts is another success story. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go, I think. For us today. I'm going to sing a song for you on the piano. I love it. Tina, tell us a little bit about Cody. Tell us about tried conveying, and it was taking him everything he could just to get that part of it right. out of his system. Man. Wow. Yeah. 
So then he goes, he belts out a song for you by uh, Leon Russell. Uh, That's positive. I'll say. That's positive. I'm a sap for these things. Yes, you are. I'm a sap we, you for know these. What, uh, we all are. I'm a sap for the so-called down and outers. You show up on stage and these judges roll their eyes. Look at what are we burdened oh, with Simon, here? Simon LeBon. Uh-huh. Uh, God, you just can't figure out how he works. No, you really can't. You really can't. How which is which is also how difficult would it be to call up Paul Potts right now and play that? Is Re- it remind me what the name of the tune is? Nessim Dorma. Nessim Dorma. Uh, Paul because he came out and he looked like he was long in the First tooth performance. and you know ill fitting suit and and uh, he blew their doors off too. He just know. he didn't have the look of a, of a beautiful voiced singer. I don't know what the look is because there really isn't one. Your voice. Well, is this Cody's a handsome twenty two year old kid, but he's yeah. he's blind and he uh, is autistic and he his head was moving all over the place and he's got the great mom that was right there with him. So mm-hmm. maybe the stuff she's been through. Mm-hmm. Just I mean. Extra time, extra everything. Hospital stays, things like that. Would you rather play the guitar or piano well? Because uh, you sure as hell can't play the drums. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. I can. Nobody it's ever a, gives me easy, a chance. It's an easy cheap oh, shot. Oh, Sushere is here again. Yeah. Play Mustang Sally. Nobody ever lets me work my chops. Uninterested Simon looks up now. I believe uh, when didn't he? I think he won the uh, the competition. Mm-hmm. That was twelve years ago, by the way. Yeah, 2000. can you find me Susan Boyle as long as we're on a run? But as I looked up to find out what song he was singing, Joe, mm-hmm. uh, there was a question I could not pass up. How much is Paul Potts worth? Yeah, his Paul Potts is a British tenor who has a net worth of ten million dollars. He has built his net worth by performing uh, music, and he was the winner of Britain's Got Talent in 07. Right. So he's turned it into... Good. I hope he, you know, that he can afford some dental work, huh? Well, Fix that mouth. And then Susan Boyle turned it into... Susan Boyle was... Then did she plain, fall on hard times? Plain looking. I don't know. I'm going to look that up. Because uh, she blew their doors off, too. And they yeah, did again. The, you know, and they did the eye rolling. A disinterested Simon Cowell yeah, is, looks yeah. up with his straw and says, Oh, Well, I have another this? positive while you're looking for that, uh, Chris. Do you know that you can buy a, a replica of the Wienermobile? What? For seven grand. It's on Craigslist. To scale? Uh, not locally. Oh. I don't know where. It's in Bakersfield, California. Hmm. Hey Road all. trip. Hey, all. I've got an Oscar Mayer Wienermobile 
Wienermobile replica for sale. Bought several years ago, has won several shows and many awards. It has 110,000 miles on it, but it will continue to rise as I use it daily, daily for transportation to work. So this guy drives a Wienermobile <laughs> to work. <laughs> Works and, works and runs wonderfully. Just need a new car for work. The Wienermobile as a daily driver was a novelty and enjoyable for about a week. Now I suffer. And there it is. It's uh, actually an exact replica of the Wienermobile he wants seven grand for. You taking the baby through the uh, the drive through at Dairy Queen or something oh, like yeah, that? Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> hey guys, how you That'd doing? That'd be fun. That'd be fun. <laughs> you want Susan? Yeah, just briefly. Susan's. Oh my God. Thank you. You know what that teaches you? There was no ransom to be paid. You know what that teaches you? Don't judge a book by its cover. Huh? Hey, huh? hey, where'd you get that? Huh? You coined that? I just made that up right now. She's singing from the greatest musical of all time. That's the Fontaine's I Dreamed a Dream from Les Miserables. And I saw um, Dear Evan Hansen last night at the Orpheum. I don't know who that is. That's uh, a very popular um, uh, play. That has come to town for the week, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it got, was pretty darn good. Got free tickets, I take it. It's a little dark. It was media night, yes. Yeah. It was media. Me and everybody else in the Twin Cities media was there yeah. for media night, yeah. and it, was, uh, it wasn't my favorite. How come when this happens, no. I never see these no. available? You are, no. yeah. Let's role yeah. play. Uh, I tried to get him to go to late Miz, like, eh, you got a thing in the garage. Hey, Joe, we got a couple of free ducats to go to Evan, what's his uh, name? Dear Evan Hansen. Evan and Williams. I, I would say, what is that? I, I didn't know it was a play. I, I it's it's hot and heavy and going across the country. Right hey, now. Such, how about you and me? Oh, let's go. You know what we'll do? Yeah. We'll go head up the. Uh, I'll let you buy me dinner at the Capitol Grill no. or at the Uptown Rooftop Bar, no. which is where I went and paid full price. And go have it, a bump at McKenzie's. Was, uh, McK- we didn't go to McKenzie's, but we usually do to get Scotch yeah. eggs. All oh right. my God! Well, more great positive news coming up. Okay, I'm just, I'm just going to come right out and say it. DKMags.com is the best gun shop in the Twin Cities. Firearms aficionado Kenny here. And it was actually a CI girl that told me about her great experience at DKMags.com in New Brighton. She had just got her carry permit. She was looking for a target gun. And not only did she find the right firearm at DKMags, but she found amazing customer service. I've purchased firearms and accessories from them, and I've also used their gunsmiths, and they are wonderful. Check out the website, dkmags.com, or stop into the shop in New Brighton, and you'll see why it's the only gun shop for me, dkmags.com. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Maybe it's the long, cold spring, but I've... uh been paying a lot of attention to the hockey playoffs. And yes. we've been talking about uh, big-time sports auctions has among its uh, tremendous inventory of memorabilia the great photo of the horizontal oh, Bobby man. Orr after scoring the winning goal in overtime in Game 4 of the 1970 
Stanley Cup Finals, and it's signed. That could come to your next auction. I'll get to that in a moment. Damn. I got curious, and I looked up the 1970 Stanley Cup Finals. Guess what date the final game was played on? And this was after the first round of expansion. Uh, Boston beat St. Louis four games to nothing, and there's that great photo of, of Bobby Orr airborne. flying airborne. It's just one of the great sports photos of all time. Uh, uh, I'm going out on a limb. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea, but I, I think it's in May. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to say May 28th. May 10th. Oh. May 10th. <laughs> and well, I but, thought it was. Oh, but you go back to the original six. The cup final was always done by March. No, it was done in, in mid-April. So they could go up to the lake. They got to go to the lake. Go I know we lake. don't, we don't, we, we foghorn the word icon and iconic. Yeah. But is that the most, you, you follow the game of hockey like nobody's business. Yeah. Is that the most iconic photo I in believe, the history of hockey, I believe it is. Yeah, I believe it is. I would that that would be something cool to hang in. Well, your... that's the I'd bid on that at a silent auction, and that's what big time sports yeah. auctions does. They bring a customized package to your event. There's no money out of your pocket. Big time sports keeps a portion of the proceeds, and your organization keeps the rest. And they do everything. They'll put together the package, uh, whatever whatever suits your fancy. Vikings, Twins, Wild, whatever. Uh, they bring the items to your event. They set up everything, including the bid sheets. They pick up the unsold items. You don't do anything except take credit for a great event. And they work with any kind of group you can imagine. Booster clubs, churches, schools, nonprofits, rotary clubs, golf tournaments. They make it simple and they make it successful. They can help you make money with your next event. Go to btsauctions.com. That's btsauctions with an S. You, know, you could probably talk to them and customize if you're having your baseball banquet, the the end of the high school baseball banquet, yeah. and just have just we just want baseball items to bring in, mm-hmm. and they'll probably do that for you. <gasps> Tom Ball Classic. Yes. Is this a Tom Ball? Story? I'm yes. Gonna, no, I'm going to use them. Yes. Oh my! Why did you know, I think of this? Yes, oh, dummy. Man. That's why people are advertising on this podcast so they can be successful. You want Speaking to of which, if you would like to advertise or you know someone <laughs> yeah. that owns a business, how have long them talk do you to want us. the damn show to be? It's going to have to be Long, a two, two days. Hour, two I want to go on for show. days. Yes. Yes. Uh, great news. Positive Thursday. Uh, the day we uh, take a break from pushing back. We don't visit the failed academy. We mm-hmm. try not to visit AOC. Yeah. We, we try not to uh, get ourselves embroiled in the in the uh, political discourse of the day. But I have, it, and so it's a tough show to put together. It's tough. It's tough to be because there's still news. But I get yeah, and I save right. it for the next day. Right. So uh, <laughs> so here's a great positivity. Uh, a state program in Minnesota, aims to help homeowners make their lawns uh, bee-friendly habitats as part of an effort to support pollinators threatened by the loss of prairie land. We know how important bees are to the ecosystem. The Star Tribune reports that the program, which was approved by the legislature under a spending plan, would set aside 90 grand for one year to help homeowners cover the cost of planting wildflowers and native grasses, especially in urban and suburban areas. Under the program, the cost of lawn conversion could be covered up to 75% unless the area is considered high potential, in which case uh, costs could be covered up to 90%. Specifically, the program is looking to support the rusty, patched bumblebee, an endangered species in Minnesota that's facing extinction. Why is the bee important? It is a very important to the... We can't survive without bees. Because, like... Uh, they pollinate. But like other bee species, uh, the uh, this particular bee is a significant pollinator in food production. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We learned that from many years on the front porch from the uh, honey queen that would come in. 
That's right. While it remains unclear how or when homeowners will be able to apply for lawn conversion funds, the lawmakers behind the program say it should be ready to go by next spring. What does a bee-friendly lawn look like, you might wonder? I'm afraid to ask because I'm seeing um, unkemptness. According to researchers... Uh, who spoke to the Star Tribune, it will have many small native flowers such as Dutch white clover, creeping thyme, is it thyme? T-H-Y-M-E, thyme, creeping thyme, ground plum, and dandelions. Creeping thyme, huh? Yeah. So here, uh, and and that's positive. Yeah, I I love the bees. Uh, uh, We're pro-bee. I love, I'm a good, I I can take a bee. Sure. But here, you know, and I don't want to drift off positivity. (sighs) You're right on the line, but I know know what your question is. But, you know, uh, just if you're really that concerned, right? I'm if I want to see bees thrive, yeah. All I have to do is go online, find out what flowers I need to go to Ace Hardware and garden stores there to go, go buy, go. and then I plant them right in my yard, and I'm bingo, bango, bongo. I'm yeah, good to go. I can do it easier than that. Go. Just don't cut your grass, and the stuff will grow. <laughs> the stuff that you need to attract bees will suddenly appear, like Kenny's neighbor. Yeah, doesn't cut his lawn. Right. <laughs> However, why why ninety grand of taxpayer money has to go to Mrs. Havercamp to plant? Oh, it's not positive, is it? It's not positive. You know, we have bees just in our let yard. Let your crap grow, and you'll get bees. Just but, just put color in your garden. But yeah. then, don't you if you if you let your lawn go, doesn't that also bring the mosquitoes too? I'm just not a lawn uh, lawn I guy. I, I wanna I wanna cut my grass as Mike Fratelloni told me. Always on the highest. You know, no. put it on the always really? on the highest because especially in the summer it needs that moisture or retain moisture better. If you cut it short, you're gonna have a die off. See, I like a buzz cut. Oh my god! Uh, Zip do you have your right phone down. with you? Yes. Do you have your phone with you. What is the current temperature in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area of the United States? Holy ball. At two minutes to one. At two minutes to one. What's Central the, Standard? Time. 78 degrees. Okay, I'm prepared to make a very good announcement. Maybe you'll have some fanfare for me. Yes. Uh, I am prepared to announce that by 4 p.m. today, and it's late, it's uh, May 30, my lilacs will have fully popped. Oh, wow. Thank you. That's, that's later than the last couple of years. That's Rookie later. and I both looked at each other and hey. thought, Dummy. Is he going to do the opener? It's bleeping Thursday. I thought you were trying to declare an opener on Thursday, and I was going to check your forehead for sweat. And no, no, We're both no. looking yeah, at him. Yeah, we saying, both thought the on, same no. thing. Like, what's you he doing? You don't trust the old Tackle man. Him. Tackle him. Tackle him. No. Cut him off. Stop you know, him. It's the new world. It's all podcast. Yeah, I, you could, know? I could pretend. No, my lilacs. Uh, I'm running this GD town, and I'll tell you when we're going to have our opener. They're, uh, they're ready to pop. They'll be popping in this heat today, finally. They'll Ooh. pop. But I was told by the CP that they're a Korean hybrid lilac. How she knows that is beyond me. Hmm. I would but trust that her. Was, that was her excuse for pointing out that they pop so late, because lilacs have been popped for now for two weeks. Yeah, we have lilacs yeah. all over the yeah. joint. Mine are, are full today. And again, that's how I judge catastrophic climate change. Do they smell good? Oh, I love to smell. Oh, no, they smell beautiful. Uh, one caveat, if you are going to put new plants in your backyard and you get a, a dogwood bush, mm-hmm. well, if if you enjoy the smell of cat urine, oh. um, because at this point in my home, outside of the house, there's, a, there's several dogwood bushes. They're great bushes. They smell like cat pee? They smell like cat pee. And really? I didn't, we did our research because I went, what in the hell 
And uh, did we get a cat? <laughs> when did we get a cat? <laughs> Why is it peeing on the front steps? Did I tell you I turned into my driveway this morning coming home from the newspaper? Yep. Did I tell you this? No. A fawn was standing there. Come on. In the driveway. Doing what? But didn't even get startled by my arrival. <laughs> I got out of the car and right. it didn't bother to run away. Didn't want to come in for what do you got for? You got I took a variety there? of uh, pictures. Uh, they are bold in the uh, Highland Park, Mac Groveland area. They're they're just they don't. I, I got a picture. Went right to the ferry mailbox. I got a I got a ferry mailbox out there in the little woods. Yeah. That the kids visit. Right. And uh, went right up there. Took a look at that. Walked around. Not startled at the, at the in the least. Are you they, leaving out corn or salt block? What no, are you? Are no. you baiting these things no, to come in for? No. No. I. They're just. They're just. They're as thick as squirrels. Go? They're going to eat everything, though. Yeah. So if you have a special they, plant. They've eaten my arborvitaes. Yes. They eat them up to where they can't reach anymore. Right, right. That's how you know it's them. Yeah. Did he kind of peek his head in the window going, what's he got in the fridge over there? Uh, he looked. He looked. Um, I talked to him. Yeah? I've got positive news for you. I said, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? You'd like to say, how you doing to this guy? Rook, it's from Sourdough Slim. Good to hear from you. All right, Sourdough. The fair passed on having me this year. Oh, no. Hopefully, what? I'll be back in 2020. Hey. What would it cost us to bring him to the fair? I'm serious. You'd have to ask him his fee. Reply. You'd yeah. have to, you'd have to get the fee, and then you'd have to provide him the air and hotel. Maybe we can zip him over in the thing. Maybe he could stay in my house. Yep. Okay. Hey, were you left side or right side of the bunk there, cowboy? <laughs> you wear that to bed? Uh, anyway, finish the email. He said, hopefully I'll be back in 2020. Would love to do your show again. We are doing fine because I asked him about the town. Living in the midst of what is left of our town, Oof. they are hauling off the rubble, trees, and burned out vehicles as fast as they can. Wow. This is in Paradise, California. Mm-hmm. My best to uh, you, Joe, and the gang, Sourdough. Oh, boy. But, now, was his so home... I thought you invited him on the show by phone to I, talk to him. I, I, I did. So is, we'll, is he, I think he must this, have missed that. This, this sounds like he's now willing. I think so. We hit him uh, at a too emotionally uh, intense moment back in the fall. Now, I know Paradise was really damaged. Was his home damaged? His, his home survived. His but home what did good survive. does that do you and everything else around I you? I suppose. Ash. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I'm glad old Sourdough's doing well. Yeah, so I wonder why uh, the fair would have passed him. He's always a hit. I mean, when you're Every, out there doing this. Yodel-y, and the crowd responds with, wow, Isn't that great? That was fun. Isn't and then, great? Oh, no, that's The Price is Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoops. The Minnesota Youth Soccer Association and Lifetime Sport will host a youth soccer tournament this weekend with a twist. Hmm. Positive. The parents and coaches are being pushed back from the sidelines, and tournament organizers say they will, that will actually benefit the players. We talked about what if we have the earth-shaking moment of trying to change things, said Cam Stoltz, director of league operations for the Minnesota Youth Soccer Association, and uh, they're going to do that. They're going to have an unstructured environment allowing the kids to be creative and allows them to take risks without the parents barking at them, Hmm. right? Normally, parents are right up against the sidelines at tournaments, but this weekend will be different. Hell yeah, and soccer moms and dads yell just as much as hockey mom and dads. You know... When I I was at these youth things over the weekend in Chicago, and uh, I think I was in the nice try capital of the world. Yeah, you know some some somebody's kid will be up at the plate, and the pitcher throws one in the parking lot, Boom. and the kid swings at it, and they go, "Nice try, Blake!" Yeah, you know, "Nice try, not. Cody!" Uh, you know, and I want to turn around and say to them, 
Are you bleeping kidding me? You see that? He swung at that? <laughs> that moron shouldn't even be served lunch today. Are you kidding? He swung at a ball that bounced off your Land Rover. Right. Give me a break. Oh. Way to try, Cameron. Those are the tough. Try? Bleep? Trying? You, you did this is, I'm not being positive wow. right now. You are drifting the way. The danger, though, of of the youth baseball and softball, etc., is when you get that those one or two kids that really know how to hit off the tee or mm-hmm. off the coach well, pitch. This was, this was kids pitching. Well, this is, I mean, those are the kids that are going to get hurt when this kid knows what he's doing and he just... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was prematurely positive on this soccer tournament. Why? We're going to remove and have the parents about 30 feet from the sidelines, and they'll, there'll be a line which the parents and coaches are going to have to stand behind, said Stephanie Hu, Senior Vice President of Lifetime Sport. There will be a referee, but the players will call the shots and make their own substitutions. No. That ain't positive. No. You know, I take it back. That's uh, They're trying to be over. You little brats. <laughs> So they're ear. running the uh, the soccer the, the asylum. The inmates are going to run the asylum. Here. No, 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 no. This, this, will, will this uh, help or hinder flopping? Oh, my leg! Yeah, oh. is there a flop <laughs> class? I broke my arm. Ew, hey, hey, coach, put me in. Oh no! Let the, let there be a coach. Oh. And uh, parents do bark from the sidelines. Come I, on, I Jimmy. See, see, that's the. I, uh, I I saw the headline and I got so excited for Positive Thursday, and then I realized. Wait a minute. They're going total euphoria on this thing. Yeah, this Make is the opposite. Make up your own rules. And... My parents were never around at my athletic events to uh, be critical. Uh, I think they've seen me play. So no. they, it's, I mean, that was. Who was in attendance for the epic double pump layup? Any family members there that day? You know what? I I kind of discouraged my my parents and family from coming to see me. You know, usually you want to go see the kid play, yeah. and I said, I tell you what, I'm going to be doing a lot of downtime. I'm feeling some calf strains, so I might not get in a lot. So if you want to just show up to the last 30 seconds and see me shine at the game, you go right ahead. But I discouraged, the, you know, the first three and a half quarters, I said, come in the fourth, I'll be tuck, tuckered out, yep. and we'll see what happens. I come from the generation where... Uh, Parents were unheard of at a sporting event. They, they, the old man might show up at Aldridge Arena for a hockey game, yeah. sit way up at the top, and then, you know, duck out when it was over. You know? uh, same here. I, I never required that, but I never really played a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. Football, I was the biggest sissy of all time, but my dad coached, and uh, I just Until baseball, what age, no. though, for you guys, did parents start to show up, if they did? I didn't play any mine, sports. Mine didn't. Never. Even in high school? I don't think my mother ever saw me play. Really? No, my dad did, but I don't think my mother well, ever did. That's sad. It's uh, Thursday. It's all right. <laughs> she heard you were pretty good. You it's okay. Played left out. It's okay. I didn't play. I played high school freshman football, which was a joke. I didn't. Sure. And then I managed the baseball team sophomore year. All right. Well, I'm the oldest of 23 kids. I mean, she had a lot to do. You know? Yeah, there's home. You got to get a, dinner. And the a lot man's, on the plate. The old man's coming in at about 5.30 going, what do we got? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where you got that trait from, you know? I wonder where that, yeah, I wonder where that came from. Maybe he's, it's genetic. In a nice way, he's kind of looking around going, M.H., uh-huh. how many kids are eating tonight? What do we got here? It's up, and it's good. Yeah. <laughs> See, I want you to join over 5,000 motorcycle riders along with thousands of other people. You don't have to ride a bike. On Saturday, June 22nd, at the Anoka County Airport for the 14th annual Dennis Kirk 
Patriot Ride. This is sponsored by our friends at DennisKirk.com, mm-hmm. your retailer for everything you need for your bike. A special tribute will be paid to military personnel and law enforcement officers. Money will be raised for nonprofit causes that support them. The 2019 Patriot Ride will be everything it has been in the past and much more. Twelve new activities, a T-6 Thunder Air Show, Honor Bird Flyover, Vikings Cheerleaders, Red Bull M-16 Band, Garage Build Bike Show, and a Combat Vet Show of Strength. Also, vintage airplanes, live music by Emerson Avenue, lots of food, over 100 vendors and more. Be there at 4 o'clock for a chance to win over 10 grand in door prizes. Buy a $10 raffle ticket, you could win a 2019 Harley Road Glide to be given away the day of the ride. Saturday, June 22nd at the Anoka County Airport, it's the 14th annual Patriot Ride, and you can learn more. This is DennisKirk.com's great, great, great charitable event. You can learn more at... Patriot Ride, one word, PatriotRide.org. That's PatriotRide.org. What what floor was your mom on? And uh, so I know she had a nice view of the river later in life. And you, uh, that's one of my favorite stories is when you you were going to zip over there to maybe drop off a couple of Virgi- a carton of Virginia Slims. Being, and the, being the good son you are. Just yeah. met at the door yeah. with another resident and... Uh, it's uh, Mary, Mary Helen up there. That'd where, be a floor where, up. Where um, is she? She's, I, she's, I think she's up there. I had to go up another floor. I, <laughs> I found it, you know. I eventually, sure. <laughs> with the, with the, uh, don't strike me down, MH, I love you, but with the, you find it because the plume of smoke yeah. coming out underneath the, uh, the front door. Chuck writes, I have a few books for you and the crew to look at. The first one is a book called The Voyager's Highway by Grace Lee Newt, a colorful history of the fur trade in northeast Minnesota from the 1600s and after. The canoe traders were quite a colorful lot. Now here are a couple of books for you and the boys. Ask them who knows what will be the 75th anniversary of in June. Well, you know what the 75th anniversary of is in June 6th. Is the uh, uh, storming the beaches? Storming the beaches of Normandy. Here are two books they need to read, and if you have read them, to reread. Cornelius Ryan, The Longest Day, yep. the story of D Day. Yes, citizen sh- citizen soldiers, World War II, from June 7, nineteen forty four, until May 7, 1945. I challenge anyone to read these and not feel a sense of pride about this country, even in the cities with the tallest buildings. This is why they were the greatest generation and will never be disputed in my mind. Good luck and keep up the fight, Chuck Geist, Ham Lake. Thank you for those uh, mm-hmm. recommendations. I, uh, I also learned that my uncle, uh, who was with the 175th Division 29th Infantry, was not storming the beach on D-Day. He was a replacement, hmm. and I didn't know that until just about a year ago. What do you ago. mean a replacement? Uh, so he was the second wave that came in. He wasn't with the initial... That pulled up and said, how in the hell are we going to do this? He uh, he was lucky, in other words. He was lucky until he got to St. Louis, and then the Germans got everybody. Mowed him down? Yeah, a whole bunch of guys in the down. 29th. Why don't we take a short pause, please? That wasn't very positive. Of me, no, was it wasn't. Well, no, yeah, it was. He was the greatest generation. Have you noticed the consolidation happening to commercial insurance agencies today? This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group. The big just keep getting bigger, and you and your business continue to get passed around until you become a dreaded house account. You have been consolidated. All of this was done to you without your control. Get options and take control of your company's insurance program. Have the Canopy Group help you gain a commercial insurance strategy 
that makes your business more attractive to the insurance industry. The more insurance companies that we can get interested in your business, the more competitive your pricing will be. If your business is renewing in March, April, or May and is paying less than $80,000 in premium, don't accept being a house account. Get the attention you deserve with the Canopy Group. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389, 800-967-3389, the Canopy Group. Fantastic news, GLers. Towsley Motorsports in White Bear Lake now offers leasing for the on-road Can-Am vehicles. Experience the thrill of the open road with a Can-Am three-wheeled motorcycle built for optimum style, comfort, and control. And with a lease, you'll enjoy the benefits of a shorter time commitment, lower monthly payments than a normal loan, and worry-free riding throughout the entire commitment. Lease a Can-Am on-road motorcycle from Towsley today for the riding experience of a lifetime. Towsley Motorsports is located in White Bear Lake on the corner of Highway 61 and County Road E. University of Garage Logic 98, College of Self Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Souchere. A positive hats off to Mary Thompson. Of well, if you read the paper, you knew who Barb Thompson is. Barb Thompson, why is she? Uh, she uh, you just said Mary Thompson. What did I say? You Barb said, Thompson. There okay. we go. Mary, it's a Mary Divine story. Mary God, Divine. Tell very good sure. story. Barb Thompson. Uh, has been driving a school bus in Stillwater since 1969. 50 years, she just retired. She has transported close to 800,000 students in 50 years. Wow. I have two children on the bus this year that I drove their parents to school, she said. There's a bus driver here who has been here almost 40 years, Jackie Savage, and she rode my bus to school. Thompson is 69. She lives in Forest Lake. She's estimated she's logged more than... 522,000 miles behind the wheel of her Minnesota Central school bus. I put on at least 100 miles a day, she said, some days more. She's never tipped over, she's never gotten lost, and she's never had a sleeper. She's never <laughs> she lost a kid. She follows procedure. And you know what else she does? Which I don't know if my kids would be happy with this. Hmm. She parks the bus at home. She does? Yeah, the, bu- the bus is parked at her home. So you know this story. Yes, I do. Her husband also drives from Minnesota Central. Yeah, they keep their buses parked on their five-acre property overnight and over the weekend. Well, congratulations to Barb. She gets up at 5 a.m. She's starting her bus by 6.20. Her first stop is near the former Withrow School in Hugo, about nine miles from her house. She takes kids to Stillwater Area High School and then turns around and picks up students who attend Rutherford Elementary. She drives until 9.15 a.m. or so, and then she either drives a charter or heads home for a break. She's back by 1.00. On the road by 2, uh, and she's driving till 4.15, and uh, congratulations to her. That's a wonderful story by Mary Devine in today's Pioneer Press. Her first day on the job was March 29, 1969. Wow. Isn't that something? Isn't that but something? What a, you're right, Joe. Think of the changes that uh, busing has been through. She hasn't had any bad marks, any bad... Uh, you know, stories or that, that she told anyway. The part about uh, the bus being parked on property, so does that mean that the? I thought the buses were owned by the school district. Is that not the case then? I don't, I don't know possibly what Minnesota Central a, is. That okay. might be a, just a... Right, possibly but there's a, an agreement. She's got five acres. It's not like she's parking on... I think after 50 years, she's earned their trust. Sure, she's got... Yeah, yeah right. She's right. earned their trust. Congratulations. 
Uh, great weather forecast for this weekend. Man. Uh, you Maybe you're even going up to your lake place for the first time to open it up. Uh, consider Aquaside as your friend. They're going to keep that swimming beach free of weeds and algae. Aquaside has been helping people maintain Great Lake Shores for more than 60 years. Got a complete line of lake and pond control products that will take care of anything from weeds to algae. A pond to be good for you, Rook. Pond yeah, to be natural great. spring. They're easy to use products. They work right away. You fan those pellets out, and boom, those kids aren't complaining about weeds clinging to their legs. But with the uh, with the warm temperatures and the lake water temperature being brought up quite a bit, you're going to start swimming. So take care of the weeds now. Yeah, and this and they work all over the state. I was just noting a piece today about White Bear Lake's successful return to its glory and mm-hmm. housing values are shooting up around the shoreline and all those people are going to use Aquaside. Uh, Aquaside's registered with the EPA and DNR. Their products are completely safe for your family, the fish, the lake, you name it. Don't let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer call aquaside today they'll help you identify your weed problem make sure your place looks great all summer long call aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 that's 1-800-328-9350 or go to aquaside.com they've been killing lake weeds for more than 60 years Mm. you want more positivity yes a grand old day will be held sunday it's always the first Sunday in June, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure what to expect. Are we going to get a, a, a scaled back version, or are people just going to be running wild? Because this was the board basically fighting with one another. Is that what Well, happened? in April, the future looked bleak. The Grand Avenue Business Association announced it was nixing the privately funded annual street party due to a fundraising gap. But the attendance uh, remains strong. Organizers say this is as busy as a state fair day, and they've come up with the money to, to, to make it. They've, they've come up with it. The fundraising struggles have emerged as traditional Grand Avenue retail is in flux. Longtime fixtures on the avenue have closed or will soon close, including Creative Kids stuff, Bibelow, and Traditions Furniture. New businesses continue to move in. Some have joined the association, but work on this year's festival got a late start, and organizers fell behind, but they've pulled it all together. They've pulled it all together. I think uh, Good Things, uh, which is a White Bear Lake staple, is now uh, who purchased Bibelow is going to go into that spot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. And they're uh, they're my former next-door neighbors, and they are great people. They'll uh, embrace Grand Avenue. Uh, well, everybody stepped up, and they, they, they're going to pull it off. I don't know why they would have uh, even considered nixing it. You get 250,000 people at that thing. And 250,000 people. Well, it almost seems like it's the case of the lumberjack days. Yeah. Sunday, uh, sun and some clouds, 67 degrees. That's a good day That's for strolling. Cr- you, don't, you don't want 85 and you don't want 50. That's all the high is Sunday? Well, that could change at any time. What's Saturday? 73, and I've got some uh, rain. Have some you precip- What's tomorrow? A, Are we having an opener tomorrow? I was just going to ask, have you issued a warning yet? There is a warning, a garage door warning. Is issued for tomorrow. 88? High of 88 tomorrow. Tomorrow, 88? Yes. Well, we're opening tomorrow whether you like it or not. Okay. I don't care if it's... No, 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 you, no, wait a minute now. You can't declare. This is not... Well, then I'll, I will John linger Such. at this microphone until we're sure it's 70 degrees. That we, door is opening. We have Kim jong Such with Dennis Rodman today. <laughs> Let's, we're going to call it what we see. Oh, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i linger at this microphone. I'll stay here overnight. I bet. I bet you will. Why You've not? been darn right. we got a couch. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Yeah, I'll be here. Yeah. Don't you worry about well, that. The, the, uh, somebody had emailed me last week because when I was putting the show together, because we did a best of last Friday, mm-hmm. I started doing the show later than we would normally do the podcast right. in the hopes that it would get right. to 70. You really didn't get close. We didn't even get close. No, and tomorrow. that's I think it's a product of, because we're on earlier or doing the show earlier than, we've ever, than we ever have. Let me see if I can do it this Especially way. if you got a golf date. Get to Aquaside, <laughs> get to Sodi for your cigars, get to Dennis Kirk for your motorcycle needs, get to EcoFun and Forest Lake for your e-bikes, get to Grunhofer's for the meat, get to Fratelloni's for your garden needs, get to Aquaside for the lake needs, and uh, did I forget anybody? No. And get to Big Time Sports Auction and get that Bobby Orr photo. It's mm-hmm. going to be a great, great warm weekend. Don't and, forget about Moeller. Uh, RF Moeller Jeweler, the best Stable. in town. The best in town. And... uh We'll have an opener tomorrow. You're calling it. I'm calling it. Who's making a Grunhofer's run? I'm, I, I, we we don't have a guy I think it's my turn. Well, I, I was going to say, we need a guy with some time on his hands. Well, I'm going to combine a Grunhofer's and an EcoFund. There run. we go. It could be as soon as Saturday. All but right. I have uh, something else that has to be done. I'm going to try that tri-tip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're getting emails from people saying that's the best grilling meat they've ever tried. Yeah, I need some of that. I am hungry. Very hungry. If you would like to be one of those sponsors that Joe just listed... We would love to talk to you. Garage Logic podcast version is, uh, of course, thriving with our advertisers, but there's always room for more. And if you want to go to the Garage Logic Can Facebook I do another page, hour or so, a couple hours, or at GL Podcast, there's a survey we would love for you to fill out. I've already done mine. These knuckleheads. Why would have you done do this. one? Well, because I'm a listener. I listen to the podcast every day. Damn, bro. I also listen to Table Talk with Rookie's family, so check that out on Podcast One. No joke. Garage Logic podcast version. We'll see you next time. Go to garagelogic.com.